Welcome to Here We Are, the podcast where we celebrate the beauty of being a nerd by learning about nerdy things from fellow nerds. I'm your host, Joy Bork. If you know anything about me, you probably know that I don't watch much TV. And I mean, basically none at all. Except for Parks and Recreation, but that's because I'm a co-host on a rewatch podcast about it. So always be plug-in, go check it out, Parks and Rewatch. So today's guest introduced me to a whole new world of a show that I have not previously delved into at all. So without further ado, here's Donnie Williams to talk with us all about his favorite show, Glee. Hi, I'm Donnie Williams. I am 25, almost 26 years old. I live in Chicago currently. What else about me? I'm a professional actor, but also I do a gig as a production assistant for an production company. I like to sing. I like to pretend to play guitar. And I like to watch TV shows. I love that so much. Yeah, I met you at your gig that you do with the production company. Mm -hmm. All right, what do you want to nerd out about today? So I want to nerd out about my favorite TV show. A lot of people might judge, but it's mine, not yours. Glee. Okay. It's my favorite show. Okay. on, On TV or that was on TV, so. So something, I don't know if you know about me or not, but I don't really watch things. Mm -hmm. So you are starting with a blank canvas in front of you and you Mm -hmm. can paint whatever picture you want about Glee. So let's start with, when did you start watching it? Were you watching it live? Did you watch it later? And what did it do inside of you? I would say I started watching it. I'm trying to think when it was on. I think it premiered 2010. So I Mm -hmm. think I started watching it probably a little bit after it started. So like maybe like there were five episodes in and I watched the fifth episode. I'm like, whoa. Then I went back and watched the first four. Um, But then since then, I like stayed on top of it, like pretty much live all the way until it ended. I don't think I ever missed one episode. And I think it made me feel weirdly enough. So I went to performing arts high school when I when I was in high school and It was weird because you had to choose majors at our high school and I chose creative writing just because at the time, like I was really into writing and blah, 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 blah. But then there's always something in me that wanted to be like a performer. Yeah. But then I noticed that I was very different from like the performer kids. Like I just felt like there's such a difference of like, you know, theater kids who grew up in this way is what they do. And so me, I was like, oh, like I can't do that. That's not me. But I think... When I saw Glee for the first time, I felt like there are so many, like, characters that I could see myself in, which made me realize that, oh, I could do that, too. And honestly, Mm. it took off with, like, me, like, wanting to act and wanting to sing and stuff because I saw, like, other people doing it, if that makes sense. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's wild, (laughs) but it's good. Yeah, I love it. So what I just heard you say was Little Donnie wasn't quite sure what was up with the world. You saw Glee and it put a puzzle piece in place for you that you didn't know you needed. Yeah, basically. It was just one of those things where I feel like when you see it, you're like, wow, that could be me. And then just kind of changing from that. I think that was the biggest turn for me. What did you resonate with most? What hit you first? Like this could be me But what's inside of that? I think for me, the biggest thing that I resonated with was the music. I think growing up, at least where I did, in an inner city like of Milwaukee, I feel like I wasn't exposed to a lot of different 
types of music. I felt like it was a very like narrow, a narrow view of music, which is not bad. I feel like a lot of singers and artists like start like that, where it's like a very specific type of music is around me. But I think just even like, I mean, I'm sure like the most popular song from Glee is Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> but I never heard that song before Glee, like ever. Okay. I never knew it existed. And I just felt like I got exposed to so much more than like I was capable of being exposed to, which just made me feel like great. Because again, I felt like that deep in my knowledge of music and performing and musicals, like I had no idea <laughs> about mm -hmm. musicals until like I watched the show and I was like, oh, this is what a musical is. This is not just the one musical I saw on TV when I was a kid. Like it's its, it's own thing, really, which I feel like, again, like being from where I'm from, like you never got to see people do that. So again, mm -hmm. it's just like really like catapulted me and doing something that was abnormal to who I was or the way I grew up. What does that inspiration feel like inside of you? I think it feels, I'm trying to think of a, a good word. It feels, I, I don't even know if there's a word for it. It feels like more so like rewarding, if that makes sense. Mm. That's like a, a weird word to use, but you get things when you like work hard for them, but I didn't work hard for anything. I just watched a TV show, but I still feel like I got so much more return just from turning on the TV and like, which is weird because the show didn't really highlight minority characters that much, but like minority as in like gay or weird looking or nerds and stuff like that. I feel like it highlighted characters that again, like resonated with me really well. I'm not saying I was like the most nerdy or anything like that, but I feel like I just understood their story. So then it helped me develop who I was. So it sounds like it helped spark your imagination for what could be. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Yes. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. It's like weird because it's like just a TV show. And honestly, looking back at it, I'm like, eh, was it a good TV show? I liked it. It's the like, power of like, story. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is also like just seeing that there are other options in the world. Mm -hmm. Like so much of being able to dream and to look forward and to hope for things is even having an idea that there's something else that could be. Yeah. Knowing that you could be more like there is more. You just got to find it. <laughs> right. It's interesting that you have to find more, but. I think as a kid, like you're constantly like searching for who am I, where do I belong, what, where do yeah. I fit in, finding something that kind of pulls you in a way of, oh, maybe this is where I was meant to be and I was meant to go on this path to get yeah. there. It's amazing, especially when it comes from a TV show that's like something so minuscule, but also like impactful. I love that. Mm -hmm. Did you have somebody that you shared this experience with or was this something that you held close? Starting off, it was something that I just held close. I definitely was the kid who, like, watched Glee, but my brothers wanted to watch basketball games. Mm -hmm. So, like, I never really connected to them on that level. Yeah. But um, one of my really good friends in high school, I found out that he liked the show, too. So it was something that, like, we did together, like, all the time. We didn't ever watch it together, but we always talked about it. I don't know if you ever did this, but when I was a kid, what we would do, like, now you can watch Netflix with your friends. But yeah. what I used to do is call my friend at the same time that the show came on and talk about it. That's amazing. As we're both watching the show. So my friend, um, his name was Juan Carlos. Like we did it all the time. We constantly did that over and over again. Like almost honestly every week. That's 
I love this for you. It was great because I went to art school. So like I said, it was around. It was just like finding the way to get there among people who wanted to help you get there. When you think back over the run of Glee, tell me about some of the episodes that resonated with you the most. What happened? One of my favorite episodes. So I have two. The main character, her name is Rachel Berry. I think like the whole show and a lot of shows are like this. You are just rooting for their success. That's mm-hmm. all you want. I want them to succeed. I want them to succeed. So there was one episode, I think in season four, where she just gets everything that she wanted. Mm. And I just, I don't know, fulfilling as I got a viewer, because you're like, oh, finally. But then also realizing, oh, she got everything she wanted, but there's still more mm. for her to get. Like, she, it's not done. Like, she's, at the time, I think she's, like, young, which is just, like, a testament to, like, life. I think even when you feel like you got everything you wanted, you can still have more. There's still more out there. And then my second favorite episode was actually just the way it was written and the music that was included. I think it's also in season four. It was like a breakup episode, which is so dramatic. It was super, like mellow teen drama but i really like that episode specifically because they use just such good songs they really i don't know i like when shows play with what the fans want there were four main couples in the show and i think three of them broke up in the episode in that one episode in the one episode it was was a wild ride oh that's yeah but it was like wow like what good writing geez like we have to know what happens next because at that time i think the show was like trying to find like what can we do to keep viewers watching Mm -hmm. so i think the writing in the episode was just so like beautiful it was like the climax of everything that you watch from the prior seasons exploding and then starting new Mm -hmm. which i think that's what the show needed so that was great to watch if you could have been a writer on the show is there a storyline you would have changed what would that have been I don't think necessarily changed, but I think I definitely would have added a LGBT person of color. I think that's what the show was like missing for me. And like later down the line, I think they did try to mix in stories. But again, I think I said this earlier, but I've had to, I think I define myself on a lot of characters, but I would have liked to see one like me, if that makes sense. So I think I would have just added like just one, one thing, something else. Like yeah. a little bit more, like something special, I think, for myself, just to to make it feel like, oh, like this show is literally for me. Yeah. So there are characters that I resonated with, obviously, and stuff. I and mean, I think piecing together, oh, I take this from this character and this from this character, and that's me. But that was my only hope from the show. That makes total sense. If you would have been in Glee, would you have resonated with a certain character? Who would you have played if the script stayed the same? If the script stayed the same, I think just me as a person, I probably was most like this guy named Blaine. I just think he was like the typical guy next door, like nice guy, pretty ambitious, knows what he wants. So I think that would have probably been me. But like in my head, I wanted to be like a Mercedes, like the powerhouse singer, yeah. um, the like sassy, like diva. Like, I think that's who I wanted to be. But I think like I would probably been more like a Blaine, like typical but also like very talented but also kind of layers to him that you have to unpack as you get to know him rather than knowing it all at once totally okay i should have asked this a lot sooner but for the muggles among us like myself who don't really know anything about glee what is the premise and what's the general story arc 
So the general story is about a glee club in a high school that really focuses on everything else but performing. So that's not really something that was important to the school. Mm. The whole premise, specifically the first three seasons, was that the Glee Club was like the bottom of the totem pole in the high school. You're basically like watching them rise to just, I won't say fame because that's like a weird word to use in high school, but rise to being... Popular? Popular, kind of, sort of. But they never really... Even got there, accept it. I think the Glee Club, like they really like focus on this is the way the misfits go, mm. who don't really have a place, or like people who like to sing but are also different. I feel like at least at that time, like Glee Club wasn't something that people did. And then every season they did like competitions where they basically had to win to keep the Glee Club still going because that's how much the school mm. cared about it. If you don't win, we're not funding mm-hmm. this program anymore so that's pretty much the premise for season one season two and season three and then once you get to season four is weird because they graduate and then some of them go to college mm-hmm. so then you see their college journey but also you're still in the school it was it was weird but in general that was just about the club performing but they're all a group of misfits and like coming together so you have people like oh these are the misfits but now we have three popular kids in here look we can be this too so I also was homeschooled, and so I'm Mm. familiar in context of what a glee club is, but what does that look like in actuality? Kind of a show choir of students who perform together, generally pop or musical stuff. Like, it's all about the performance. I mean, you compete against other schools to see who, like, is the best. Is it, like, Pitch Perfect? Yeah, kind of, except Pitch Perfect, they were acapella, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, okay. Okay. What did taking in this this goodness of Glee, what did it propel you to do that you would not have done without it? I honestly think perform in general. Like, I guess I never really saw a place for performing for myself. So seeing um, people, again, like who I could pull pieces and stuff from, I'm like, I could do that. Like I could, I've always wanted to do it, I just always been too nervous to do it. And then singing in like the shower or something, I'm like, oh, I could hit those notes. Mm-hmm. I could sing those songs. And then like going from there, like evolving of like, why if I could do that and if I could do this, I can be an actor too. I can be a, a singer. I can do Broadway if I wanted. I can mm-hmm. just be in plays. Like I could be in a show choir. I've never been in one, but like I could. Like yeah. so I think that's what it gave me like possibilities of knowing like I could do more for myself if I wanted I could do it so what did you choose I chose acting I love singing I love acting and I think the indicative part of what I just said of knowing that I could do more was when I got to college and I started as a pre-med major and I again like playing it safe this is what's gonna make me money in the Mm -hmm. future and just realizing how unhappy I was doing it yeah and then doing my first musical in college and Really being just okay at it, not really that great, but just okay. Mm-hmm. And being like, oh, if I want to do this, I really need to commit to it. And yeah. then going from that, by the time I finished college, I think I did 17 shows. Whoa! Like, yeah, it was just so many. And I think my biggest moment where I'm like, wow, I could be anything I want to be. I did this uh, singing competition that a lot of kids do when you're in college. It was like a, a theater thing, like, singers who had teachers you go to this big competition you like sing against people and like 
different divisions. And I remember being really nervous just because I knew coming in, I had probably a lot less experience than everyone else going there. Like I never sang in front of people. I never did anything like that. And I remember just going in, I had 10 minutes to sing the three songs. They cut you off at 10 minutes. You cannot go over. And I just remember like singing my butt off. Like I just like sang them and then they gave me my scorecard at the end. And I got 99 out of 100 points. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> Daddy! <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, like maybe I am talented. And um, just feeling, again, like feeling well, like I just did this competition against so many people. And, and then I made it to the finals as well. And just being in the finals, wow, like again, like these people do this for a living. This is all they do. And like me, this amateur, like run of the mill, like person who getting into theater now, just comes in and is able to place on like a national singing competition. I ended up getting third place. That's amazing. Um, it was pretty great. And I, I will say too, I think I sang so great the day before that I lost my voice. So I didn't have yeah, a, that makes a voice anymore for the finals. So then yeah. like the morning of the finals, I woke up with no voice. Oh. But to even still get third place with having no voice of just, again, like just doing what I felt like I did best just felt fulfilling to me i'm like wow i can do this and at one point i'm like my teacher even told me that could have been because your shoe was untied or who knows what they didn't right. give you that one point for it. but that's so minuscule but keep going because clearly people enjoy your voice and people who judge people singing for a living like gave you like this high score of like against people who sang for five years <laughs> and i do think if i did lose my voice i would have got even second or first place that's what I tell myself to sleep for that. <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. What a journey. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I definitely didn't see myself here in 2010, I think. So I was a shy kid. But thinking back now, I'm like, I, I definitely have evolved into a different person. You sure have. What mm -hmm. is one of your favorite songs to sing that you feel it every time you sing it? There was a song from, it's a musical called Kinky Boots. And there's a song, it's called Not My Father's Son. And I actually sang that at that competition too. I just remember the first time I heard it, I was like, wow, like this, I mean, it's Billy Porter. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they're like probably one of the best things I ever heard. But like hearing him sing that song, I was like, wow, like I need to sing this song. And just from my own like childhood and past, I was like, this song really makes me feel everything the song says. So basically it's a song about never really feeling like your father loved you as a son, mm. like, uh, which I think I had that similar experience growing up. So it's just, I think that's like my go-to, like if someone asked me to sing right now and I'm like, what am I saying? I probably wasn't that just because I know it. Would you be willing to sing part of it? You don't sure. have to. <clears throat> I'll do it. I'll sing the chorus. My father's son, I'm not the image of what he dreamed of. With the strength of Sparta and the patience of Job, there couldn't be the one to echo what he and mirror what was not in me. 
I freaking just got chills, man. Yeah, thank you. I thank you it. for sharing that with me. And thank you for showing up and sharing this amazing part of who you are with me. I am so yeah. honored. I'm just so grateful. Thank you, thank you for having me. Ah. I appreciate I appreciate the invite. Anytime, man. See you later. Bye. So here we are. What a beautiful moment Donnie just shared with us. Thank you, Donnie, for using your voice, for sharing your journey of dreaming big, and for moving into what inspires you. You are truly an amazing human. Thank you for sharing your story with us. If you've got a flavor of nerd that you want me to celebrate, I would love to hear all about it. So go ahead and email me at herewearethepodcast at gmail.com and tell me everything. And guys, I really mean it. Like, I love taking time to sit and make space for nerd to be celebrated. If you really like this podcast and want to financially support what I'm doing, head on over to patreon.com, search for Here We Are The Podcast, and sign up for one of the many, many beautifully and sassily written support tiers that I'm very proud of. So until next time, don't forget that curiosity wins and the world needs more nerds. Bye.